hello. Uh, this is your Spanish Harriet Tubman show host, Professor Solange Martinez. Welcome once more. Welcome to one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed. The Spanish Harriet Tubman show is recorded live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And that's every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And that is, of course, Pending Persecution, Retaliation Act, and Hate Crimes Against Myself uh, Because of My Christian Conservative Activism Against the Assassination of American Citizens and Legal Residents After Their Identities and Government Benefits Have Been Stolen and Sold by the Commissioners of DSS, SSA, CMS, and uh, the State Department of Health, as well as the DOJ employees involved in racketeering and RICO violations, and also Hate Crimes Retaliation Act and um, persecution against my elderly, disabled, Hispanic mother who is dying of cancer, not because of uh, the illness, but because of the uh, blockage, uh, because of the lack of medication and medical care, because of the blockage of this medical care and medication for the last six years or so after um, the said organized crime employees working as government um, organized crime, organized crime um, members working as government employees uh, said blatantly we're not going to um, continue to give you uh, your Medicaid we're going just we're just going to sell it uh, continue to sell it and we will also sell continue to sell your Full, uh, um, public assistance package, which of course my mother got after she worked dozens of years of her life, paid her taxes and did everything right, and had a, a, a house worth half a million dollars in uh, Dover, New Jersey, at 54B East Blackwell Street, Dover, New Jersey, and it was stolen by the aforementioned um, commissioners uh, and uh, government employees working. Uh, as government employees while they are organized crime members. So after that, um, my mother after they sold her house uh, and uh, they uh, got her fired uh, after she became chronically ill um, and after being at that job for the last 11 years uh, without being once uh, late, not even once. Uh, so after that, um, she was forced to go to apply for disability after her second cancer operation, and um, they were going to give her uh, 20, uh, 18 years ago, they were going to give her $1,800 of disability. Out of that $1,800, they are only giving her, uh, that was uh, 18 years ago. Right now, she's uh, supposed to receive about $4,500 to $5,000 every month because of everything that she worked, all her work uh, that she has done. But uh, she's only receiving a fraction of that, uh, $1,008 every month. Um, everything else is being packeted by Nancy Berejiel, which is the SSA Commissioner of the U.S. Um, Administration Office, and her um, supervisees and organized crime uh, members associates. And also, uh, my mother is uh, likewise um, receiving uh, us. She's, 
she's receiving uh, a fraction of her social security uh, disability benefits. She's receiving a fraction of her food stamps, uh, which is 454, $435, I'm sorry, $345 every month. And uh, she is receiving only $154 every month, uh, being chronically ill and having to have a special diet. Uh, she's only receiving about uh, $30 or so uh, per week to eat three meals. And uh, that's because uh, her government, her um, public assistance package, as well as uh, her pension, have been stolen and uh, the package, the public assistance package, have been uh, sold because they cannot uh, really, the aforementioned organized crime members and government em working as government employees cannot really uh, packet uh, the food stuff. They have to sell it uh, as they cannot packet the Section 8, the electricity assistance, or uh, the other government benefits. They have to sell it in order to turn those benefits into cash that goes uh, right into their package. So that's what they've done with my mother, with uh, me, uh, with my credentials, my unemployment, and everything else. And they also, uh, of course, have us in uh, as um, many programs, government programs, as possible, so they can milk the government for money uh, and take the last drop uh, of the uh, United States Government Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers. So uh, this they do. We are sample cases uh, of their racketeering and RICO violation, and this is what they do with about 50 million American citizens and legal residents. Uh, according to my 18 years research about the trafficking of identities and government benefits and the organized crime members working as government employees. So um, because of my research, I have been falsely arrested and legally incarcerated and tortured in jail in the United States by um, what uh, the government employees that uh, are precisely the title of today's show, uh, which are, which is, excuse me, the organized crime members working as government employees. So they are working supposedly, but they're not working as government employees, just to work as a government employee and to do the job that government employees are sworn to do when they... Uh, take office and they have to take their Title VI fidelity oath, which uh, states that they swear solemnly to obey the U.S. law. But, uh, of course, uh, they do just the opposite and they start uh, stealing uh, from the government, from taxpayers, and from the civilians and um, uh, becoming rich illegitimately through uh, using and abusing their positions as government employees. So that's what they have been doing. That's, what I, that's why I say pending persecution act against my elderly disabled mother and myself um, because of my Christian activism against the aforementioned activities, criminal activities. Um, I will be with you every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Fridays, and that's every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, when I mention execution acts, uh, I mean the false arrests, banging at our doors, breaking down our doors, um, breaking. Uh, and I'm talking when I talk about this. I'm talking about the police 
the local police uh, in New York City, uh, in um, Yonkers, New York, in, in uh, New York City, uh, New York County, in Yonkers, New York, in Westchester County, and in um, Monroe, New York, in uh, Monroe, uh, Monroe County. So um, they did that, uh, and also they have done it in Mount Morris, uh, New York, upstate New York, in Livingston County. So pending those persecution acts where um, the local uh, sheriff or local police chief uh, sent his or her um, organized crime members working as DOJ employees to break down our door to, uh, without a court order, and um, if they bring a court order, it's, it's uh, through court fraud because there is no need. Uh, they cannot get a court order uh, legitimately, so they do it illegitimately when they do it, but so far they haven't done it. They got a court order to break down our doors supposedly because a crime was being committed. The crime was never mentioned, uh, and when we went to court, um, they just dis dismissed the case as they always do. Uh, so. They uh, get their, their DOJ uh, employees, uh, the sheriff, the police captains, and the police chiefs get their um, police officers uh, and other DOJ employees uh, drunk or drugged or both, and they come uh, to the citizens' uh, homes, to the civilians' homes who are reporting the organized crimes activists and break down their doors, um, uh, threaten them, with a death if they continue to report in their criminal network. They also um, terrorize them and tell them that they're going to disappear. They're going to be disappeared if uh, they continue reporting the said criminal network. Uh, in the case of my mother, they told my mother that if I didn't, didn't stop reporting the organized crime and the fraud by the aforementioned commissioners, that they would make me disappear. So um, they broke down our doors uh, many times, not once, not, not twice, but many times. Every time they felt like uh, getting drunk and drugged and going um, to our homes dressed as police officers and police captains, uh, they would do that. Uh, I remember one time we, we uh, had to sleep with our clothes on because they would do it at 4 o'clock in the morning, at 10 o'clock at night, uh, at um, 9 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Every time um, they felt like it, they would do it, and they would terrorize us, uh, as they do with about 50 million American citizens and legal residents uh, in our nation. So um, due to that, uh, I started my research, uh, and I have documented uh, every instance of um, retaliation, uh, um, persecution, um, uh, terrorists, etc. And because of it, uh, I have become uh, an endangered person in the United States as well as my mother. So, um, pending persecution acts against those about uh, um, uh, the aforementioned false arrest, banging at our doors, breaking down our doors. Uh, and the police is doing that, breaking an entry into our homes, ripping off the pages of our Bibles, threatening us, um, calling us over on the phone and telling us uh, 
And other police uh, have done that. Uh, the DSS, Department of Social Services uh, Commissioner's employees, um, they have called us and told us that we have a reserved place uh, in the local cemetery, my mother and I, and anybody who helps us in any way, shape, or form has a local uh, a place in the local cemetery. Uh, of course, because they were angry that we reported their boss, the commissioners of DSS, SSA, and CMS, as well as the State Department of Health. Uh, so they called us. They also told us that uh, they would, uh, and I quote, we would not leave. We will not leave you alone. Uh, and they were really mad after um, Donald J. Trump uh, canceled. I believe it was uh, five trillion dollars or four trillion dollars worth of stamps because his his accountant told them, told him that uh, that was uh, waste uh, and that they were um, using that money illegitimately. So the, he he um, caught uh, that in order to save money for the country, which was very good. And uh, after that, it became really bad. After that, uh, they went to assassinate us. Uh, the DOJ employees involved in racketeering and the organized crime, uh, like New York State, Livingston County Sheriff Thomas Doherty, uh, his um, Deputy, uh, an organized crime member, uh, which uh, is uh, a female a gang member working as a police officer, um, he sent her to um, terrorize my elderly disabled mother and I and take us out in a seven degree in the middle of the winter at gunpoint while she was drunk and smelling like alcohol. And I believe the phrase in English is cracking up uh, with her friends. Uh, the Mount Morris uh, Police Department, uh, supervised by the old sex police chief, um, also known as uh, Chief McNamee, Kenneth McNamee. And um, that was uh, the uh, other retaliation attempt. Prior to that, uh, prior to that assassination attempt, uh, we were proposed something. Um, Nancy Berry Hill, Kenneth. Uh, McGuire, Corinda Crosdell, Diana Dean, and the uh, New York State Commissioner of uh, the Department of Health proposed uh, that if I declared myself guilty of stealing all the trillions of dollars that they have stolen from the United States government and uh, the taxpayers during the last uh, 18 years or so, uh, by saying that I have managed all that money and I uh, did what I did with it. Uh, what they did with it, <laughs> which was stolen, it, stole it. then they would uh, stop stealing my mother's Social Security court-awarded disability benefits, which uh, Nancy Berry Hill and the aforementioned organized crime members uh, stole from my mother uh, on or during, on or about uh, August 2nd, 2017, uh, in uh, October, November, and December of 2017 in order to uh, prevent her from uh, being able to pay her rent and uh, then masquerade the assassination attempt, attempt that they had planned prior uh, with uh, an, an illegal eviction. And so they went and they uh, took out at gunpoint because my mother owed uh, 14 days of rent, because even though this woman uh, stole 
Nancy Berryhill stole four months' worth of her Social Security disability benefits. My mother, my mother managed to uh, get the money and pay uh, the rent, uh, except uh, 14 days of rent. Uh, and because of 14 days of rent, they um, supposedly evicted my elderly disabled mother, uh, who has two cancer operations, three stomach ulcers, uh, osteoporosis, multiple sclerosis, a severe back injury, two leaking heart valves, epilepsy, and uh, is full of tumors because of a lack of medical care and medication because the said organized crime networks uh, stole and sold her Medicaid, her primary medical insurance, her New York State trade Medicaid, to illegals in the country. So because of 14 days uh, of uh, rent being late, they uh, supposedly evicted her and myself uh, in the middle of the, uh, Christmas, uh, the 14th of uh, December of 2018. And they said that um, it was uh, an eviction. When we asked for that number for the case, uh, the court case, or the index number, they say that it wasn't the, that they didn't uh, have the a docket number or an index number because it was a word of mouth eviction that uh, doesn't have a docket number or, a, or a, a, an index number or a case number, uh, a court case number. So it was a, a word of mouth eviction is what they call it. So um, because of that, we were, uh, we, my mother almost died because she had pneumonia uh, and it was, it went down to one degree uh, outside. And I also got pneumonia. So uh, after that, they, uh, they, um, Organized crime member Nancy, um, was it Nancy? No, Diana Dane uh, said that she would uh, use the taxpayers' money not to pay for a one-shot deal for my mother to be able to stay in the rented house that she rented at Fort Shepherd Avenue in Mount Morris, New York, but she would use the $800 to pay for a motel for her and I to stay in Danceville, New York, not inside Mount Morris. Uh, where my mother and I lived, but in Danville, New York, because um, they, uh, she said that the $800 that she would pay for a month uh, uh, for in a one-shot deal uh, with my mother's government benefits uh, that she would authorize uh, for my mother to stay in in in, uh, in her um, rented house because Nancy Berry Hill had stole the money. Uh, she uh, rather paid that for a motel for 10 days, as opposed to pay the $800 for her to stay in her home for a month. Uh, and she said, well, uh, I can pay it for a motel, but not a one-shot deal to your landlord, to your landlord for you to stay there uh, and not be evicted. So the plan was to send her to a motel in Danville, New York, and uh, there they had assassins waiting for us, and we would not uh, have lasted uh, one night if we had gone to that motel. So we discovered uh, that something was uh, wrong and we found out the uh, scheme to assassinate us and, they, and we ended up not going to the motel. So that's why we are here. That's the only reason why we're here because God in his mighty power uh, put that information in uh, our hands and then we decided not to go to the motel. And uh, that was... Uh, because I said that I was not going to sign such documents, the aforementioned documents, 
which Nancy Berry Hill and the aforementioned uh, organized crime members asked me to sign, saying that the money they stole um, from the, the trillions of dollars that they have, have stolen from the United States government Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers, that I should uh, sign a document saying that I uh, had stolen that money. Since I refused, they decided to assassinate us. And so um, when uh, that happened and uh, we, we um, survived the assassination attempt, which is one of dozens uh, I lost count, then um, they um, tried to assassinate us by switching the, changing the uh, tires, the two front tires of my Toyota Corolla 1995. Uh, and uh, um, we almost killed ourselves um, during December of 2017, going to the um, bankruptcy court. Uh, and when we went to the bankruptcy court, um, we were going to declare bankruptcy because um, the debts that we incurred are not regular debts. They are contingent debts. Uh, and contingent debts are debts that you incurred because of something that somebody else did or has or had or did not do, uh, not because of you, of you, uh, of your incurring of the uh, aforementioned debt. So they did not obviously wanted us to declare bankruptcy uh, because they did not want us to list them as the cause of our debt since they stole my credentials, my government benefits, my unemployment, and everything else, and my mother's. Um, government benefits, her education, uh, and everything else. So what do they do? They um, change the tires. And when we were going from Dansville, New York, to Rochester, New York, to the bankruptcy court, then uh, one of the tires exploded. My mother, of course, was uh, had a migraine headache because of the lack of medication and medical care. She was vomiting. And on top of that, uh, we almost killed ourselves uh, because they were trying to prevent us from making to from getting to the bankruptcy court uh, in the Western District of New York in uh, Rochester, New York, um, a sanctuary city. So um, that failed. Uh, so after that, they tried to um, assassinate us by loosening up the um, motor mount of the Toyota Corolla, Corolla 1995 that I have uh, and leaving uh, only one nail holding the motor uh, so when um, the motor failed in the middle of the highway, then my mother and I would uh, um, crash uh, and would have an, an accident, quote-unquote, and kill ourselves. That also failed uh, only by the, the almighty hand of God. And they have been trying uh, since then. Um, since that, uh, those attempts have failed, the last time that they, the last thing that they have been doing lately is to throwing eggs at the cars uh, so that you, they can damage the paint. The paint. And I'm referring to uh, the local police, uh, the local police and the DSS uh, commissioner, as well as the aforementioned uh, DSS commissioners and state commissioner of the Department of Health. So they have uh, sent people to throw eggs at our, our, at our, um, at our cars uh, to damage the painting. Uh, they also threw urine 
in, inside the car on the um, driver's side uh, so that they continue to commit criminal mischief. Uh, <coughs> and I'm talking about the local police is doing that. They send people, since they cannot come and do it with the uniform, like they did on the 14th of December of 2018, they send people to do that. So pending those persecution acts, uh, retaliation acts, uh, and hate crime against me, a conservative, uh, Hispanic, Christian, activist, um, I will be with you every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday to Friday. And of course, they also fabricate cases against my mother. They uh, said the first that uh, I had stolen the trillions of dollars that they had stolen since uh, I didn't sign any papers for, from them uh, to my mother. And they said that my mother had stolen <laughs> the money. And these people have no end. Uh, because they said that my mother had stolen uh, the money that she had been selling her own identity across the country. Then they said that she had been getting the trillions of dollars during the last uh, 14 to 18 years or so that uh, have disappeared, uh, um, that they have stolen, the state government employees have stolen from the United States and, uh, and the taxpayers. And uh, I don't know how they can even say that because they said that my mother is in adult protective service because she is defenseless. She needs somebody to take care of her. <laughs> and she is very ill, very sick. Uh, so how can she be very ill, very sick, and belongs to adult protective service uh, to protect her and also be a corn artist who is so smart that she has uh, been able to defraud trillions of dollars from the United States government account and the taxpayers, um, deceiving the FBI, the Secret Service, the um, uh, district attorney, the um, U.S. Marshal, the Inspector General's office, and all those uh, em government employees she deceived uh, and she was able to uh, uh, steal these trillions of dollars <laughs> during the last uh, 14 to 18 years or so. But yet, she belongs to Adult Protective Service. So this is something that is not clear to me. So if any of you uh, would like to explain it to me, please give me a call. You have my contact information and, and explain it to me. It would be interesting uh, also to uh, call the local DSS commissioners and do an, an interview and ask her uh, how she can explain this um, rationale uh, of, of hers and uh, her associates. So um, pending persecution as, uh, as the affirmation, I will be, I will be with you uh, every day at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And uh, with that, let me just ask you this. Do you feel like giving a shout out? Do you feel like speaking the truth without being censored? This is your time. If you want your voice to be heard, call our talk show number at 724-444-7444, 724-444-7444. Enter my ID number at 145-906-POUND, 145-906-POUND, and or join us in our chat room by going to www.talkshoe.com, www.talkshoe.com and click 
go. It's free and fun. And I know you will love it. And um, with that being said, let me just uh, go right to our daily prayer for um, our beloved Christian activist who was assassinated by aforementioned government employees uh, working as commissioners of BSS, SSA, uh, CMS, and uh, the State Department of Health, as well as the the State Department of Health, as well as the um, DOJ employees involved in racketeering and RICO violation. So we need to pray for um, Elvira Williams uh, since uh, she was assassinated. Uh, I don't think she has been able to find the peace that she deserves as an American citizen and a Christian, and as a Christian, because her uh, one of her assassins uh, in in uh, is uh, instead of being behind bars, is getting uh, $8,000, $8,700 per month of pension after he um, aided and abated in her assassination and then um, was the enab enabler of uh, Nicolas Cruz when uh, he ordered four police officers, four or five police officers, uh, not to go in and take down the shooter uh, of a high school, Nicolas Cruz, that was shooting at uh, 15 of our children and two of our teachers for about five long, dragging minutes. So he, he uh, ordered that uh, after he killed, uh, he aided and abated in the assassination of um, Elvira Williams. Uh, this man's name is Scott Israel. He was um, the Broward County Sheriff uh, in Florida. And so he has been allowed not only to kill, uh, El to assassinate Elvira William in exchange of money, of course, because he's an organized crime member, uh, but he ha has also been allowed to do that uh, to our uh, 15 children and, and two teachers. And on top of that, he has been allowed to get $8,400, um, $8,700, excuse me, per month as a patient. And uh, more things have come out. Uh, he not only uh, told the police officers, the aforementioned police officers, not to go in and take down the shooter, but he ordered that um, the paramedics that were there uh, in uh, tried to get in to save the lives of these 17 people. Um, he ordered them not to go in and he blocked them uh, so they couldn't go in. And he did this not once, not twice, not even three times. He did this six different times. He denied uh, access to the paramedics to, um, that were wanted to go in to save the lives of these 17 victims uh, after the shooting. So this um, uh, man uh, needs to be behind bars. Uh, he, do, he does not need to be getting $8,700 per month for not doing his job and for killing American citizens. Um, I hope and pray that um, this is uh, investigated and this person is put behind bars where he belongs. Uh, and Elvira Williams can find then some peace uh, and um, move um, to where she needs to move because I don't think she has been able to 
go through the light uh, as theology goes and um, be in, in a rest, restful, restful uh, place, excuse me. Uh, and I don't think that uh, the 17 uh, Florida, Broward County um, people who were murdered uh, by mass uh, shooters uh, uh, are also uh, given the justice uh, uh, that they deserve. They have not be, been given the justice that they deserve. So I need uh, to pray for that. We need to pray for that as a nation and as a, as, as a, a Christian nation. And we also need to pray for the 50 million American citizens and legal residents that um, are being victimized by the aforementioned organized crime networks composed uh, organized crime network composed of government employees uh, uh, from the DOJ, um, the commissioners of uh, DSS, SSA, CMS, and at the State Department of Health. So we need to pray for these 50 million American citizens and legal residents to stop being the victims of these uh, criminals working as government employees and using and abusing their positions to rob, uh, antagonize, and terrorize, uh, and terrorize the citizens and the civilians uh, while they illegitimately uh, enrich themselves by using and abusing their positions as government employees. Um, so uh, we also need to pray for John Perry, uh, which is one of the uh, victims of the aforementioned criminal network um, in which uh, we found out um, a, a lot of uh, people uh, get uh, enrolled uh, and uh, primarily uh, people who have no documents, who are illegal in the country, and people who perhaps have a, a, a gambling problem or a drug problem or an alcoholism problem, they uh, enlist them in this uh, criminal network and they uh, have them gang-stalking the citizens, uh, assassinating the citizens, and uh, doing whatever they're told uh, in order for them to be able to have money for their gambling, the drugs, their alcohol, etc. So this is a very dangerous um, criminal network, and this is why I feel compelled to do this show every day at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And so we need to pray for the aforementioned uh, individuals in our nation also. So if you can find it in your heart, uh, pray with us. Not today only, but every night. Uh, join us and pray with us. And uh, call upon the name of God, because if you call him, he's not going to let you down. He will be there. So if you can, uh, please uh, close your eyes. If you are not um, a cooking or you are not driving, because if you are cooking or driving, <laughs> please keep your eyes open. I do not want you to have an accident uh, either driving or um, have an accident um, uh, cooking or doing, you know, getting uh, into trouble by closing your eyes. Uh, if you are cooking or you're driving, you can um, uh, 
pray with your eyes open. Uh, I have prayed with my eyes open uh, many times. And uh, even when I'm cleaning or when I'm doing something, uh, when I'm cooking or when I'm doing, when I'm baking, when I'm doing something, I pray with my eyes open and I talk to God uh, also and ask him to bless our country to help the people who need his help uh, and to to um, protect us, to send his angels of light, uh, his uh, spirits of light. So we, I always ask God, uh, to protect us because we need uh, his protection. We cannot uh, be without uh, God's protection because there are principalities and powers that are uh, at work every single uh, day, every single hour, every single moment. And if we're not uh, protected by God, um, then um, we are at the mercy of Satan. So we need to pray. We need to call upon God and we need to be close to God. So with that, um, let's close our eyes and pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for the food, the clothing, and the shelter that you have given us. Because as you know, Heavenly Father, we are born with nothing. And we have so much that you give us, Heavenly Father. You give us clothing, shelter, um, if, uh, shoes, food to eat, and everything else that we need, Heavenly Father, thank you. Also, uh, beloved Father, please uh, don't forget to continue to send uh, your angels of light and your spirit of light and continue to do justice. I know that uh, you have already uh, gotten rid of uh, many of our government employees uh, by placing a uh, Donald J. Trump in the White House and by using him as your hands to clean up the house and to drain the swamp. Uh, so I know that um, James Comis is going, is, uh, has gone out. I know that um, McCabe has gone out. I know that Lorena Lee has gone out. I know that they are going to be um, uh, processed legally for um, everything that they have done, their crimes. So we are. Um, coming back to the rule of law as a nation, we are uh, seeing that uh, nobody's above the law, and we are also seeing uh, that um, the equal protection of the law that our Constitution guarantees is uh, being pulled back uh, to us again, because we have not seen that in many, many years. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for using your mighty hands and for using Donald J. J. Trump uh, as your hands to do a little bit of justice that the American people needed so much because we are a Christian nation, Heavenly Father. Please continue to continue to help us and send your warrior angels and your children to investigate Elvira Williams' assassination, investigate my friend's uh, father' assassination, Kenneth's assassination in New Jersey, uh, and investigate Elvira Williams' assassination in Florida. Also investigate the stealing and selling of uh, John Perry's identity in Florida as well, uh, and the deep state uh, that seems to be in Michael Rubio, Marco Rubio's office uh, as well. Also, please uh, give back uh, John Perry his identity and his um, 
driver license, his construction license, his home that were stolen by Nancy Berry Hill when she stole uh, his identity through the um, debt list scheme uh, and uh, give him back everything that she took for him from him and everything that she and the crime as a whole have taken from him, Heavenly Father, because as you know, he's, uh, he has been homeless with his child for eight months, and I know that you are just God, just God Heavenly Father. I know that you are the just judge, so please judge this woman and judge this criminal organization and put these people behind bars where they belong and give us justice, Heavenly Father. Give also justice 17 um, Florida victims that uh, were victimized by Scott Israel and his uh, organized crime network and give justice not only to um, the 17 victims uh, of Florida, but also give justice to uh, the victims of uh, Georgia and the victims of Texas because because of this uh, corruption and because of this uh, lawlessness in the DOJ uh, at all levels, and um, and that doesn't mean that a lot of people are not good, uh, but uh, people at the top are corrupted, so the people that are good at the bottom have no other choice but to follow their commands. So please uh, continue to clean the house, Heavenly Father, and continue to use Donald J. Trump to clean the house and to drain the swamp uh, and uh, give justice to all the aforementioned uh, people that need your justice, dead and alive. Because remember, there is also uh, a 2016 uh, TI targeted individual who was also assassinated uh, by the, the organized crime uh, network. Uh, so she also uh, needs need justice. Uh, please, Heavenly Father, give us justice because I know, I know in my heart and I have evidence to prove it that you exist and that you alone have the power. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. So with that, uh, let's go right into um, a piece of information that I have uh, for you. Uh, I was going to go into my opening statement, uh, but I want you I want you to hear again the um, uh, type of schemes that uh, our citizens are um, uh, going through, and also uh, the abuses of uh, our government employees uh, with our citizens and legal residents and uh, the lawlessness that we have in our, go our government offices, the um, mockery of our constitution, which is practically uh, being used by these people, these uh, organized crime members working as government employees as toilet paper. Um, they laugh about their uh, Title VI uh, fidelity oath they laugh about um, their um, position as government employees and the fact that they are supposed to be 
this, the example for other people in the country for civilians. Instead of being the example, they are um, only being um, criminals that are using their positions to uh, the citizens, abuse the citizens, uh, subjugate the citizens, and ultimately kill the citizens. Uh, so the illegals identities and government benefits have been stolen and sold, can step into um, the um, identity of the person that was assassinated, and once they step into the identity of the person that was assassinated, they can continue to defraud the United States government, federal reserve accounts, and the taxpayers with um, the dead person's identity. And uh, they do it through the welfare system and the Social Security Administration office system. And this is the type uh, of uh, filth that, uh, evil filth that uh, this um, person, Nancy Berry Hill, is and her associates. This is what they do every single day to American citizens and legal residents who have been denominated the forgotten men because nobody cares about them. The illegals have a group of people and, a, and an army of lawyers that defend them and that cares, care about them. Um, the other people have also the same thing. The only ones who do not uh, seem to have anybody are the forgotten men. Uh, and this is one of them. So this is why I am going to play this and I am going to ask you to please make a call of action uh, to any congressperson, any uh, government officials and the news reporters, investigative news reporters, news producers, uh, and news directors that you know, uh, any fraud investigator that, investigator that you know, please give them a copy of this tape uh, and tell them that this is what Nancy Berry Hill has been doing for years to American citizens, that this has got to stop, that uh, the lawlessness cannot continue uh, unpunished. So please, uh, do that for us as patriots uh, because we cannot depend on uh, any of our government employees because they themselves are part of the organized crime and that's the problem. That's why they, these never get prosecuted. Take a listen. Today is the uh, 31st of May 2018. This is Professor Fonard Martinez, the researcher and Christian activist that has been investigating the trafficking of identities and government benefits goes from the very bottom of our society, from the U.S. Post Office um, uh, delivery person to all the way to the Congress of the United States and, Senate, and the Senate of the United States. Uh, and um, many senators and Congress people are involved in this trafficking of identities and government benefits for us of the pie. And I seem to be the only one who dares to say the truth uh, because uh, everybody is getting uh, a the pie, but some of us uh, Christians refuse to be bought off uh, by Satan, and Satan doesn't like that, so uh, I have to retaliate against and falsely uh, arrested and illegally incarcerated and tortured in jail four times because of this. Let me make a call uh, to see uh, if we can find out some information about a new victim uh, in within Marco Rubio's office, the Senator Marco Rubio's office. Uh, and
uh, the first victim was uh, Elvara Williams, an African American who assassinated after I contacted Marco Rubio's office uh, by the traffickers of identity and government benefits, and she was not helped, uh, even though she was a constituent of Marco Rubio, Sir Marco Rubio. So let me see uh, if we can get to the bottom of this. Marco Rubio 
must do to help constituents because uh, I spoke to uh, your office uh, about seven months ago or so regarding um, another constituent of uh, Senator Rubio, Elvira Williams, and after I spoke to your office, I was promised that uh, you were going to do something regarding her situation, and then she was assassinated by the same people that stole, stole her identity and social security number. So at this point, now that we know that uh, Nancy Berry Hill uh, is not going to let go of his social security number and identity because he has been already sold, what is uh, Senator Marco Rubio going to do about this constituent of his? Okay, ma'am. So, um, Mr. Perry's caseworker has contacted the Social Security Administration and emailed Mr. Perry saying that she has done so. And in that email, she said that to keep in mind that these federal agencies can take up to four to six weeks to investigate inquiry, but she also put in that it was an urgent inquiry because inquiry because of his situation. So they are waiting back from a response. It has put put in an urgent but Yes, I understand, uh, but the problem is this. Uh, Mr. Uh, John Perry contacted the Social Security Administration Office Commissioner, um, Nancy Perry Hill, which is the one who is selling the Social Security numbers and the identities of the citizens. Her assistant told Mr. John Perry that she was not going to do anything at all, uh, and I also contacted uh, her assistant, and Angela, and we were told the same thing about Mr. Perry's uh, social security number identity and about my mother's uh, and about my identity also. Um, with that being said, I inform you that when my, mother's wo when my mother was declared uh, dead and I contacted some news reporters of, or, and some members of the government, uh, it took one phone call for, for us uh, to let the Social Security Administration Office uh, Commissioner that this was going to go to the press. And they, uh, after declaring her dead, uh, and I asked for the death certificate because it is illegal for a government employee to declare somebody dead without a death certificate, they reinstated her uh, right away. And then they continued to send the checks, the three checks that they had stolen uh, by declaring her that uh, it, it was a scam. Uh, so Mr. Perry has been home for the last eight months or so, and he cannot go on like this. He cannot uh, work. He cannot take a shower. He has to drive to take a shower to drink water because of all the consequences that this uh, theft of, her, of his social security number has uh, given him. So we cannot wait any longer. We know that uh, the security commissioner, Nancy is not going to let go of his social security number, so there is no investigation to do. She uh, was supposed to take him off of the uh, debt um, uh, list uh, and reinstate him. And they have been giving him uh, different stories. First, they said that the postman declared him dead because he didn't pick up his mail, uh, and that was a scheme because uh, it is illegal for any post office to declare anybody dead, uh, and it is illegal for uh, the Social Security Administration of employees to declare somebody dead without a death certificate. 
So then they changed the story and they said, well, uh, it wasn't that. It was uh, because um, somebody entered his information uh, and his social security with somebody else's uh, information and social security. And let me tell you something. The Social Security Administration Office computer does not take the uh, Social Security number of somebody when the, the, the information, the personal identifiable information does not match the Social Security number. So that was also uh, another story. And we know they're giving us run around. He has been given the run around for eight months now. So what is uh, Senator Marco Rubio going to do about this case? Because we already have one of his constituents assassinated by these traffickers of identities and government benefits. And my, uh, Mr. Perry is on the street. All of this to the keepers that Mr. Edwards has been in contact with. And Mr. Perry, have you reported this to the case worker or he doesn't know? Yes, I have everything that I know. Uh, you know Here's the one thing that, that, that gets me is this all happened overnight. Not, you know, I don't know why they couldn't change it back overnight. But four to six weeks, you know, it's that's a jail sentence. I mean, that, you know, that's thirty to thirty to forty-five days of you know, just I mean, it's, it's honestly, I mean, it's worse. I, I don't have any privacy. Because all it takes is uh, for somebody to sit in the computer, 
take him off the dead list and give him back his social security number. Let me put you on hold for one moment and see if I, if Mr. Perry's caseworker is in right now, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Elvira Williams, uh, she died after I contacted the office of my Marco Rubio. I was promised that they were going to help her, and they did not. Uh, so as a consequence of that, now she's dead. She died on uh, or around the 27th of uh, February 2018. And I don't want the same thing to happen to you and the other constituents of uh, Senator Marco Rubio who are the victims of the um, identity theft and fraud that uh, is been happening to approximately 50 million American citizens and legal residents, according to my 17 years, years research now and investigative work. So uh, I am going to wait and see what uh, Senator Mark Rubio is going to speed up this process. It cannot go on like this. Uh, not even animals uh, are shelterless. Hello? Uh-huh. Yes. Hi, this is Elma. Hi, Elma. This is Professor Solange Martinez and Mr. John Perry. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, we're not doing so well uh, right now because Mr. John Perry has been homeless for uh, the last eight months or so. Um, he has to drive to take a shower or to drink water from one place to the next. He also had a blood clot uh, as a consequence of uh, being on the street, sleeping in his truck, because he was uh, illegally evicted as a consequence of this uh, identity theft and fraud. Uh, and uh, when he was illegally evicted, he was given a 24 hours notice, uh, and he was evicted as a consequence of the stealing of his social, of his social security number and identity. So we would like to know what um, Senator Marco Rubio is going to do to speed up the process of getting back his social security um, number as well as his identity. Because uh, right now he has a child that is homeless too as a consequence of this, and he cannot go on like this. Again, what's your name? This is Professor Solange Martinez from the Spanish Harriet May Show. Professor Solange Martinez? Yes, es a sin Sam, L as in love, A as in apple, N as in Nancy, G as in George, E as in Edward. Martinez. Now, in regards to you being homeless and 
speaking of assistance and, and housing, um, I know that you were speaking with Ashley. She's our regional director in Jacksonville. She's really the one that um, can assist with that because she, I'm in Orlando, she's in Jacksonville. So she's a regional director for Jacksonville. So anything Jacksonville related is in her territory. So I know that she was working with you and assisting you with those matters. Now, when we're going to shoot you. that one day and not again. Well, in regards to the Social Security Administration, I speak up of what we've been doing in office, and what I've been doing is congressional, uh, submitting a congressional inquiry to Social Security. Now, as I previously stated to you, we last spoke, which was on May uh, 11th, was that I'm going to submit a congressional inquiry to the Social Security Administration just to verify that they removed the erroneously deceased claim on your record, which I told you I that they have because they submitted to you two letters verifying that they removed the erroneous death claim on your record. So your social security number and record should be active. Now, in regards to the identity theft or any other, you know, issues that it arose during that time, I'm not aware of that, and that is not something that I can really submit a congressional inquiry on because what I am submitting a congressional inquiry on to on behalf of is with the administration because that's a federal agency that I can submit a congressional inquiry for. So when we last spoke, I explained to you that I'll be submitting an inquiry just, just to make sure and confirm that they've reestablished your uh, living condition and they removed the death on your record. That's all the Social Security Administration can do as an administration. Now, all the other aspects of this case, I really think it's best that we speak to Ashley again because when we were on the phone together, the three of us, we really went over all the other issues that you're having, you know, with your homeless situation, you were evicted, all of that that happened prior to you contacting our office. Great. Uh, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, let me interject for a minute. Um, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, is is it possible that uh, somebody can call the um, DMV, uh, Department of Motor Vehicles, because that's because what you have to understand is, is another thing, Professor uh, Martinez. We are your office. We work for the United States Senator Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio is a state senator. Okay. When it comes to state issues like the DMV, we do not have jurisdiction as a federal office to submit a federal congressional inquiry to the state. Okay. Part of the Florida Department of Motor Vehicles, correct? Yes, ma'am. I've already, I've already got. In fact, my record has been completely erased all the way back to 2011. Okay, I don't know which record it is you're referring to. And what I also have to explain to you is the information that you're providing me via phone, okay, is not something yes. that I can look at my system to verify if it is accurate or not, which is why we submit a congressional inquiry. So when I get a response back from the Social Security Administration, that's what I can tell you what's going on with your case. I don't have the system in front of me to be able to pull up your Social Security record and verify information. I can't do that, right? That's why I have to send a congressional inquiry to Social Security. When Social Security responds back with the, with the formal response to our office, from there is where I can tell you what we could potentially do as an office, which is Social Security matter, correct? But in regards to, you know, your record being erased or not erased or whatever whatever additional information you're providing me verbally is not something that I can validate at the moment. I need for Social Security, the Social Security Administration to respond back to me with a formal response to our office, and then from there 
that a copy of that uh, response for you for your record. But I, you know, I can't speak to your information being erased or not because I don't have that confirmation at hand. Well, I've got it from two sources. Remember, I, I believe I told you I worked worked for the Affirmative Beach Police Department, and I still have some print there that were able to look at my record. I was able to see it myself. And Mr. Perry, you are speaking about giving you information that's not from the Social Security Administration. Nobody can access the Social Security Administration's information other than the Social Security Administration. So whatever the Sheriff's Department's office is telling you, that's not something that I can verify on my end, okay? Okay, have to understand is when I provide information to my constituents, I make sure that I provide them with the information that is accurate 100%. And so anything that I don't have confirmation of or that I can stand behind, I cannot, I can't, you know, comment on that. I don't want to provide you with false information. Um, well, like I said, my big, my big problem is uh, I've got the receipts for the money orders where I went and paid my rent and they wouldn't accept it. And this has gone on my credit. And that's what I said, even, and, and I've just got my contracts back. I'm certain that security has put me back alive, you know, out of this master death list. My name has been removed. Now, where it's been sold, and, you know, uh, I don't know who's bought it, and, you know, I don't know who's listing it, and, you know, but I'm sure I'm still showing up there. A couple of these things that haven't been updated yet. Right, but I see that's the thing. I can't, again, I can't speak to that. The only thing I can yes, is that Congressional Inquiry has been submitted to the Social Security Administration two weeks ago. It was an urgent request as well. Right after you contacted our office and right immediately after we received your consent form, I submitted Congressional Inquiry. So we're doing everything in our office to expedite the process, uh, especially with the Social Security Administration. Now, when it comes to other agencies, state, local, I cannot speak to that because I don't have jurisdiction over that to submit any kind of inquiry to. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, ma'am, but I mean, I'm just, just, you know, the only question I have is, sure. is, is this all they're liable for is just to switch me back? I mean, there's, you know, I, I, if, right. well, if I can get my credit clear. Right, when we spoke last time, and this is why it's really important that I'm reiterating this information to you. When we spoke last time, I informed you that with the documents that you gave me from security, what they wrote on there, that they corrected your record, that's all the Social Security Administration can do as an administration, which is why I told you we'll take a consent form from you, but all I'll do with that consent form is reach out to Social Security just to make sure that your record is accurately reflecting your living status. That's all that we can do as an office, and that's all Social Security Administration can do. Because it's not like you know they have funding to be able to you know pay for all these issues that are arising after the fact. Do you understand? I made that clear. So well, ma'am, not after the fact, because that. of the fact. Okay, well, because of the fact. So, but in regards to, you know, you showing up, like your record showing up differently, you know, with with uh, the sheriff's department's offices or the Florida Department of Motor Vehicles, that's really, I can't really uh, elaborate on that, which is why I suggest that you speak to Ashley, because she is our regional director in Jacksonville. She might have some contacts with the sheriff's department or the DMV there or something to be able to assist you further in regards to the state. Oh, that's what I wanted to know. Okay, perfect. So Ashley is uh, our our woman. So we contact Ashley, and she is the one that uh, they can do something. Director, so Ms. Martina, let, let me explain to you. We are again, as I stated, we are a federal office. So as a federal office, really, we only have the capability of inquiring with federal agencies. 
So the Social Security Administration is a federal agency, which is why we have a consent form from Mr. Perry to inquire with the Social Security Administration. Now, when it comes to state and local issues, that's not anything that our office really has jurisdiction over, but because Ashley is our region director in Jacksonville, she may have working relationships and contacts with people in those states locally and from the state that she could be able to refer Mr. Perry to, and they would be the ones to provide So we can't really make an ask, or Ashley including, we can't really make an ask from the TMB and expect them to respond back to us because we don't have jurisdiction over them. Do you understand? And that within the state, that goes through the jurisdiction over that would be the governor's office. Anything that's local, it depends on, you know, if you're talking county, if you're talking city, you would need to speak to the city mayor, the county mayor, county commissioner, uh, state senator. Um, those are the people that have more jurisdiction over those types of agencies. But us as a federal office, we don't have jurisdiction over them. So do, you, do you understand? Like, we can make that ask by the connections that we have and see if we're willing to help, which I know when we last spoke, that's what Ashley was going to be doing. Now, what she's done, I have not been informed of, but um, it's really up to the DMV, the sheriff departments, and all the other state and local entities to really do the work and to provide the assistance as an organization. That's what I wanted to know. Uh, and what was your name, honey? My name is Salma. Okay, Salma. S-A-L-M-A, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Mr. Perry has uh, a letter from our office that has my name on it. So he knows I'm the one that's handling his social security issue. Okay, perfect. And what was, okay. your, what was your last name, Salma? You don't need my last name. I'm the only Salma in the office. Okay, okay. Uh, another question that I have. Um, sure. So to deal with the um, state issues, you said uh, we contact the governor's office and to deal with the uh, I local guess issues. Really, it's, I think I suggest you guys speak to Ashley. Um, because she has contacts in the Jacksonville office, but if, you know, if the issues are not being resolved, you know, quickly, or if you guys need to take things a little further, you have to understand that the governor is the one that has jurisdiction over the state. Okay.
and you know, erroneous death, third party notes letter. And I took it to the city and uh, they accepted it okay. without question. So okay. I was able to secure a contract. Oh, I'm back working. Oh, so, so it's looking like that your social, from what you're stating, it looks like that your social security record is corrected, which is all the social security administration can do. And so, you know, and, and that letter that they provided you from the social security office is, is what the necessary document that you should receive. So, okay. you know, all I'm saying Well, you know, I just, I just think that the oath that everybody takes when they're sworn in the office, I mean, I voted for, for Marco Rubio before this all happened. And, you know, it, it you seems to me... Have, Mr. Perry, you have to understand, you know, we appreciate that, but... You know, if you are a constituent in the state of Florida, regardless of your party affiliation, if you voted for him or not, we're going to help our constituents the same. So, well, I hope so, because, you know, I mean, it, something needs to be done about this. It's not a keystroke error like that. And I've got enough sense to know that. I don't have myself an accent for you. I have an MCSC, a Microsoft Certified oh. Systems Engineer. And, you know, so it's not a keystroke error. I don't know what happened. Ms. Ms. Martinez has some ideas of that. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, she told me the same thing with regards to my mother. 
stolen social security um, number as well as her stolen social security benefits and her stolen, her stolen ID uh, identity. And they also have me uh, taking social security disability benefits in California. I have never been in California. Have I have been. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. 
John, John the last week. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm going to um, uh, track down these people and see uh, if they can give you your, uh, you, you already have your life, driver license or not? No, ma'am. Oh my goodness. Uh, what uh, you need to do, what they need to do is contact the Department of Social Services and they have to give you the money because you're homeless and you're below the poverty level. You're 120% below the poverty level. So they have to give you a place to live with Section 8 or uh, housing. They also have to give you uh, about at least uh, $472 per month cash, and they also have to give you food stamps and um, uh, money for uh, um, uh, the gas or the things that you need. Let me call contact of this Ashley, uh, and I'll get back to you when I get the information that I need, okay? I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. God bless. Okay, so this is the situation. I'm going to uh, contact these people to see what these people uh, need to to do because uh, this man, this is an American citizen. He should not be on the street. Uh, he's a legal uh, American citizen, and people who are illegal in this country have a place to live, provided by the Department of Social Services, have a place to um, call home. They have a full cover. Um, uh, welfare packages and so on. It is uh, dehumanizing and it is um, uh, deplorable that this American citizen uh, is one in 50 million uh, that are in the same uh, boat and this is going, to, uh, this is happening to him. Uh, this is not a Christian nation that I know of the United States and we need to go back to the old ways. Again, this is Professor Solange Martinez, um, the Spanish Harriet Tubman show host and uh, God bless you. We will work together as patriots to come back to uh, making America great again. Okay, uh, this is your Spanish Harriet Tubman show host, Professor Solange Martinez. I have a few questions regarding the statements that Salma, who refused to identify herself fully from Marco Rubio's office, uh, made. Uh, and um, I also have some comments in regards to those statements. She said that um, the only thing that the, the Social Security Administration Office can do is um, reinstate him, reinstate him as living uh, after listing him, uh, supposedly listing him uh, in a dead list, on a dead list, excuse me. And that's not uh, the only thing that they can do. I know this for a fact. Uh, what they can do and what they have done in the past, because I have been an ocular witness, is to provide the uh, $3,000 or $2,000 that uh, Mr. Perry needs to rent another apartment since they are liable, legally liable, for him uh, being illegally evicted because they claim, the landlord claimed he, she couldn't take the rent money because he was dead. Clearly, he, he, she knew that he was not dead. So she was obviously contacted by the state organized crime network 
and uh, given what they usually do, uh, I don't know if she was given, but what they usually do is they, they give the landlords six or seven different identities and six or seven different welfare packages, uh, and they defraud the government and allow them to defraud the government galore in order for the landlords to do whatever they tell them to do. So the landlord was told not to take the money, the rent money, and uh, have him illegally evicted. So she or she did. And so that way he became very ill because he was living on the street. Uh, if he dies, it's much better also for the state organized crime traffickers of identities and benefits members. So um, what the Social Security Administration Office should do and is obliged to do by law is to provide Mr. Perry with the money uh, to rent the apartment the first uh, month, the Social Security in one month because they were responsible for him losing his apartment. He, they also provided $280 that uh, the um, DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles, is asking to reinstate him uh, or reinstate his license as a consequence of their uh, scheme uh, to steal Mr. Perry's um, identity. Uh, and government benefits because uh, these people are not going to list him uh, on a dead list just to list him. These people do not dance without music, you know what I mean. So they listed uh, him there uh, because they wanted to sell his identity. They have sold it for eight months now. They're going to continue to sell it regardless because there is no accountability for these criminals working as my employees. And the Department of Social Services has, uh, I'm sure, uh, sold his identity and government benefits and has listed him uh, in dozens of uh, government agencies because he qualifies. As soon as he became homeless and he lost his job because his construction license was um, terminated as a, as a consequence of the scheme, the Department of Social Services immediately uh, take action and sell his identities with the government benefits and list him in many government um, agencies that provide them money, provides the commissioner of VSS monies, uh, they share with the organized crime members. And so they have been um, deferring the United States government Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers with Mr. Perry's um, government employee, government benefits and Ms., uh, Mr. Perry's identity. So this is how, uh, what has been going on. This is why Ashley does not return the call because she already has the personal identifiable information of Mr. Perry and the, her contacts, as uh, Selma very well said, in Jackson Heights already has that information and have processed that information and sold the benefits that uh, are non-cash benefits uh, to illegals and illegal aliens associates and uh, organized crime members. So, uh, of course, they're not going to contact Black because they are making a lot of money of him and uh, by using his uh, uh, his uh, personal identifiable information. And um, so that's one point. So Salma claims, and of course, she refused to fully identify herself. Uh, and I don't know, but if I were, uh, I worked as a government employee for many years. If I was a government, a government employee, you can be sure that I will not um, refuse to give you my last name because I will not, even if they order me to, 
violate U.S. law. I prefer to resign and go uh, and be uh, a, a jobless. Uh, but these people who uh, do not want to give you their names, trust me, they're hiding something, and that is indicative of uh, them being involved in something illegal. That's what I have been my experience during the last 18 years or so, since I started to be targeted um, with my mother. Excuse me, that's one point. The next point is, um, besides the money that um, they uh, should by law provide to Mr. Perry because the punitive damages that they have caused him with their scheme, uh, the, it would be nice if they provided uh, an apology, but they're not going to provide it until Mr. Perry shows up on TV or shows up uh, in, in the news. Uh, in the meantime, they're going to subjugate him, abuse him, uh, and do everything that they do to about 50 million American citizens and residents in the United States. Uh, so I disagree with Mr. Salma when she says uh, that that's the only thing that they can do, quote-unquote, uh, reinstate him. That's not the only thing that they can do, and I know this for a fact. Uh, and also... Uh, they have the obligations is their um, scheme that uh, had uh, the um, driver license canceled. Uh, they should provide Mr. Perry the $280 to reinstate his license, his license, and they uh, probably listed that as a as a damage to Mr. Perry and packet got the $280 and packeted that money, as they always do. Because these people um, cause uh, a lot of damages to citizens uh, because they see citizens as uh, amounts of money. They don't see citizens as uh, illegal residents, as human beings, but as amounts of money. So they um, make the, their lives a living hell. They destroy their lives, and then they profit from that, like they did with Mr. Perry, like they have done with me, with my mother with um, millions of American citizens and legal residents, and they have, uh, they also kill them. So, uh, and they, after the fact, uh, after killing them, they continue to, of course, sell the identities and uh, continue to defraud the United States government Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers with millions, billions, trillions of dollars. And uh, a lot of uh, senators and Congress people do not do anything because they continue to receive their salaries and their uh, go to the, their parties and their gathering, and, and it doesn't affect them. So why should they do uh, something uh, that will help uh, the constituents? And that's really sad because when you take an office, you uh, have to take an oath, and they mark that oath, the um, Title VI Fidelity Oath, uh, in, during which they swear uh, to obey the US, United States con Constitution and uphold the United States Constitution, not to look the other way when uh, the United States Constitution is being violated uh, and uh, people are robbing uh, other people and people are abusing other uh, citizens. So that's really sad. They can also, besides calling the uh, Department of Moral Vehicles, the Social Security Administration Office, or Nancy Berry Hill um, should also call the three uh, different uh, credit agencies and uh, 
explained to them that uh, this was a mistake, and it's not a mistake, of course, you and I know that. Uh, and the reason why uh, you and I know that is because I have informed you of that. I have informed you that these people uh, working as government employees belong to the organized crime, and they do. They have dozens uh, of schemes to defraud the uh, United States uh, citizens, the American people, and the government. So um, since they claim it was a mistake, they, if it was a mistake, in fact, they would call the DMV and they would correct his credit. But since it wasn't a mistake, it's a scheme, and they are uh, profiting from it, I, I'm sure, uh, they're not going to do that. And um, Mr. Perry has uh, been told, as my mother and I and millions of other American citizens, uh, to go away and that they're, they're not going to do anything about ruining his life and his son's life. And this is something that uh, will continue to go on until somebody says enough is enough and until somebody has the guts and the decency to say this cannot continue to happen in our nation. It might happen in a third world country, in Cuba, in Venezuela, in uh, North Korea, but it should not happen here in the United States and it will not happen. And the only one that I see uh, can say that right now is Donald J. That's why they want to assassinate him. That's why they wish him evil. That's why they uh, uh, twist everything he says uh, and lie about uh, him. And that's why they do not like him because he says it like it is. Uh, and uh, this is the situation. And with that being said, if you um, are uh, uh, one of the patriots that would like to help Mr. Perry and my elderly disabled mother, Louisa Yarson, who worked for those of years of her life, paid her taxes, uh, paid into her social security account and everything's right, and uh, was also victimized by Nancy Berry Hill, the, the Social Security Administration Office Commissioner, um, Temporary Commissioner, and uh, the Department of Social Services Commissioner, uh, whenever she lived, please uh, make a call of action if you can, uh, and um, you can call Nancy Berry Hill uh, and ask him, ask her, excuse me, to please call the DMV for Mr. Perry and also call the three um, credit agencies and inform them that uh, he's not dead, he's alive, and they need to fix his record. That's the least they can do. And she's, she can be found at um, the Social Security Administration Office at 6401 Security Boulevard. Baltimore, comma, Maryland, 21235, and phone number is 418, I'm sorry, 410-965-2982, 410-965-2982, the fax number is 410-597-0015, 410-597-0015, and the, um, Time that she's there is from 8 o'clock, uh, 8.30 in the morning, excuse me, until 5 o'clock at night. 8.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock at night, Easter Standard Time, Monday through Fridays. Uh, and her name is Nancy Berry Hill, the USA Social Security Administration Office Commissioner. And Berry Hill, be a boy, E-R-R-Y-H-I-L-L, Nancy Berry Hill. Uh, you can also call um, 
for uh, my mother and ask uh, Nancy Berryhill besides uh, calling for Mr. Perry, the DMV and the credit bureaus um, and uh, straight, uh, make, straighten up uh, his uh, record. Call uh, Nancy Berryhill and ask her to please stop uh, violating uh, federal laws uh, like the four that I'm going to cite right now and uh, take off Luisa Oyarsun from uh, the fraudulent Medicare Part B as in boy, in which she placed her so she can continue to pay hundreds of nursing homes across the nation, while Luisa Oyarsun cannot use uh, Medicare Part B as her medical insurance because it's managed care, and she cannot use managed care uh, insurances because she's chronically ill, and she needs to see the um, uh, many uh, specialized areas, doctors, uh, that she needs to see to stay alive. And uh, she needs the medication that is only covered. Um, uh, and this, this is these specialized areas, doctors, uh, and her medication that she needs to uh, take to stay alive are only covered by her primary medical insurance, Medicaid. Straight Medicaid, which are for uh, chronically ill individuals like my mother and people who have AIDS. Uh, she obviously doesn't have AIDS, but she's chronically ill and elderly. And by putting her in Medicare Part B, uh, the only thing that uh, they do is to block her from um, getting uh, the medical insurance that she needs to Medicaid, uh, which uh, she has not had in the last. Um, six years or so because of a scheme, another scheme that Nancy Berry Hill and her organized crime members associate have been running on my mother for the last uh, six years or so. The scheme consists of uh, giving the citizen a hallowed or a non-existent non -existent, uh, Medicaid and tell them that uh, they uh, have a spin down, which they do not have because they are below the poverty level. And in order for them to meet uh, the spend down, they need to turn in um, a, a medical bills that they incur so they can pay those medical bills uh, and connect the Medicaid. Of course, the Medicaid is, is a, a hallowed card. It's not a real Medicaid. So when the citizens uh, hand in the medical bills, it could be 30000 like in the case of my mother, it was because it's chronically ill, thirty to forty thousand to fifty thousand dollars. So the DSS commissioner, in turn, uh, has seen these um, medical bills to the uh, government and tells the government, the United States government, this woman needs this money to uh, pay for emergency rooms because uh, we were processing her Medicaid until uh, she um, got the Medicaid, uh, the Medicaid process. Uh, she went to the uh, ERs and she incurred these bills. We need to pay these bills, uh, $50,000, around $50,000. Then the government, the United States government, pays them the money, pays the uh, commissioner the money, the $50,000. The commissioner, in turn, packages that money, and of course, she has to divide the, the pie in many pieces because she's not the only member of the organized crime. And when she packages that money, then the bills never get paid, so the citizens are sent to uh, collection agencies uh, all over, and they uh, their, their credit uh, gets damaged, which is 
a punitive, a punitive damage um, that uh, the said government employee, government commissioners are um, responsible for. Remember, that's why uh, they tried to assassinate my mother, so she didn't list her um, medical bills uh, or her medical debts uh, as, a, as an, a contingent debt that she incurred because of this scheme that these organized crime members uh, run on the citizens. You follow? So um, and Mr. Perry's scheme is the debt list scheme. Uh, and my mother, uh, is be, my mother's been uh, the victim of this scheme, uh, the Medicaid scheme and many other schemes. Uh, she has also, also like myself, uh, and like um, Mr. Perry, I'm sure, and millions of listed. She has been listed in uh, mental health uh, programs, uh, alcoholics uh, programs, drug addiction programs, domestic violence programs. And these uh, commissioners of DSS also get all those monies uh, and defraud the United States government through these uh, different ways uh, and different schemes. And the citizens many times never find out that they have been listed in, in dozens of other programs and that they have, they have been getting government benefits that never got to them because they were pocketed by these commissioners of DSS. So uh, this, the, the uh, Medicaid. Part B scheme is another scheme that um, Nancy Berry Hill is running on my mother, and because she has retained my mother uh, in, illegally in Medicare Part B, so she can run the scheme for the nursing homes and save uh, hundreds of nursing homes uh, with my mother's Medicare Part B as in body, which is managed care and for which she does not qualify. Um, she, uh, Nancy Berry Hill, has uh, been in violation of the following laws by doing this, so she's a multiple felon. Uh, and she has been in violation of the Social Security Administration uh, federal law, the Code of Federal Regulation, uh, United States Code uh, 1838B, and United States Code 1818AC2B. Also, the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990, signed by George, George Bush, the president, and um, which obliged the government, everybody in the in the country, but especially the government employees, to accommodate the citizens uh, and the, the disabled citizens, uh, so they can get the services and uh, the things that they need. And of course, they cannot be accommodating mother because they are selling her identity, so they are letting her die without medical care and medication. Uh, and uh, she's also in violation of the Title VI Fidelity Oath. Uh, which uh, uh, the government employees must take to take office, in which they during which they swear to obey the United States Constitution and to uphold the law. Uh, and what do they do? Just the opposite. So, this uh, only the violation of this oath is um, enough to remove Nancy Berry Hill uh, and the commissioner of DSS uh, involved in this racketeering immediately at once, only with the violation of this oath. Never mind the other one, two, three, the other three uh, federal laws that they are violating. And they this is jail time. So because if you and I did uh, this, if we took somebody else's um, personal identifiable information and used it uh, to uh, enroll them uh, without the knowledge or consent in a medical insurance, 
that they cannot, by the way, can use. They cannot use because uh, they can't. It covers 80% uh, of of what my mother um, needs to uh, have covered uh, for the doctors and 80% of the medications. Uh, so in order for my mother to be able to use Medicare Part B, she has to come up with 10 times what she receives every month, uh, which is $1,000 uh, rounded off. And uh, she um, they has to um, pay $650 of rent, uh, even though she has uh, Section 8, which is being sold uh, along with her straight Medicaid and her other government benefits by the local Department of Social Services Commissioner, um, Catherine Muller, and her within the organized crime. So uh, while she's paying the rent, Kat Muller is telling the United States government, uh, oh, I am paying the rent with her government benefits. So in reality, she has been selling her government benefits for the last five uh, months or so. And uh, the people that, the person that she sold my mother's identity and government benefits, the, in turn, gives her a monthly uh, payment for uh, my mother's government benefits, which this person who is uh, healthy and young is using instead of mother. So this is uh, just a few uh, of the many schemes that these organized crime members working as government employees at the highest uh, offices run to defraud the United States government and to continue uh, sinking the country into a black hole because the external debt is about $23 trillion and the tax, uh, our taxes are pretty high and uh, it's going, they're going to continue to, to rise because uh, of this leakage of, of uh, money, the stealing of monies by government employees. And with that, um, let me just ask you, please uh, call Nancy Berry Hill at the uh, contact information, at the phone number that I gave you and ask her to please uh, remove my mother uh, from Medicare Part B um, managed care because it is not providing the medical care that she needs. And uh, uh, the government, the law says that government employees cannot uh, use the citizens as slaves uh, and cannot uh, use their identities and some identifiable information as they please to make money of them. So um, please also call the Steuben County DSS Commissioner if you can find it in your heart, uh, Catherine Moore, uh, please call her and tell her that Luisa Oyarzo needs her Medicaid to stop running the aforementioned scheme uh, called the um, spend down scheme uh, because you know that Luisa Oyarzo has never had any Medicaid for the last uh, six years or so. And there is somebody who is using her Medicaid, which is located, uh, which is which was issued at the New York State Department of Health, and the person is using her straight Medicaid. So uh, to stop doing that, to come back to the rule of law and give Luisa Oyarzun her Medicaid. Uh, Catherine, uh, New York State, uh, Steuben County DSS Commissioner Catherine Muller is uh, at 607-664-2000, 607-664-2000, and the fax number is 607-664-2179, 607-664-2179. And um, 
This is also the phone number and the fax number of the uh, New York Steuben County Department of Social Services Fraud and Legal Department, which uh, is also uh, under the commissioner. Uh, so the Fraud and Legal Department, of course, is not going to do anything because things are set up this way. So the, con the corruption and the trafficking of identities and government benefits continues. And also, if you would like to contact uh, Catherine Muller, Commissioner Catherine Muller, at, uh, you can do so uh, via email uh, by uh, sending an email to her secretary, Donna Evenham, at donna.evenham at co.stuben.ny.us. Again, uh, Donna, D-O-N-A, dot Evenham, E as in Edward, B as in Victor, I-N-G-H-A-M, at C-O Steuben, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, U as in uh, under, B as in boy, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, dot N-Y dot U-S. And uh, also the commission is at uh, 3 East, Pulteney Square, so it's 3 East Pulteney, P-U, P as in Peter, U as in under, L-T-E-N-Y Square, Bath, B-A-T-H, Bath, New York, 14810, Bath, New York, 14810, and um, while you're at it, if you can find it in your heart, please call at the uh, New York Student County District Attorney, which is the friend of uh, Ms. Catherine Moller, so he's not going to prosecute her for identity theft, um, elderly financial abuse, and fraud. Uh, a, the Student County District Attorney is, um, who is also involved, apparently, in the... Um, Seeking of uh, of Medicaid, and uh, I believe um, he um, has not resolved. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. At the heroin trafficking in uh, Steuben County, but I have my um, doubts about his his uh, wanting to resolve this trafficking. If you know what I mean. So the Steuben County District Attorney. Uh, is Brooks Baker, and he's the same address as Miss um, Catherine Muller, 3 Pulteney Square, Bath, New York, 14810. His phone number is 607-664-2270, 607-664-2270. His phone number is 607-664-2159, 607-664-2159. And his email address is uh, his assistant, Jenners. So uh, his email address is Jenner at C-O-S-T-U-B-N-Y-U-S. Again, Jenner, S as in Sam, H as in Harry, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, another A as in Apple, R as in Raymond, at C-O-S-T-U-B-N-Y-U-S. And while uh, you're at it, if you can find it in your heart, please uh, call 
the same county sheriff, uh, who is also aware of the elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud being committed by Commissioner Muller and her associates at the local DSS department, and he's also friends with Commissioner Muller. Um, the Steuben County Sheriff, uh, James L. Allard, is fully aware of this because we uh, gave it to him in writing, and he has the evidence also. Uh, but not, nobody has been arrested or anything like that, and I don't think that they will, unless they falsely arrest us, uh, as they always do with the citizens, about 50 million of us. And the student county sheriff, uh, James Allard's uh, contact information is the following. And by the way, Allard is A as in Apple, L as in Love, another L as in Love, A-R-D, and his phone number is 607-776. 2175 His fax number is 607 776 5025. 607 776 5025. And uh, he's at uh, the Bath Village Police Department, who is also um, involved uh, with the organized crime. Um, and the uh, Village Police Department is at uh, 110 Liberty Street, Bath, New York, 14810. 110 Liberty Street, Bath, New York, 14810. Uh, the Inspector General's Office is also aware of the elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud, uh, of which my mother uh, has been uh, the victim of for the last 18 years or so. In, uh, my fin in, in the financial abuse and uh, fraud that I have been the victim of for the last 18 years or so. Uh, and if you can uh, also find it in your heart to make a call of action, please do so on, on behalf of elderly disabled mother, Luisa Oyarsun, and myself, if you would like also, um, because it's not fair um, for citizens uh, to live like this, persecuted, hunted down, and with none of the government benefits. Uh, so these people can enrich themselves illegitimately uh, with their names and personal identifiable information. Uh, so this is the information. Inspector General's Office of Medicaid Fraud, Bureau of Medicaid Fraud. Next line, Office of the Inspector General. Next line, 800 North Pearl Street. Next line, Albany, New York, 123. 204. Next time. Phone number is 877-873-7283. 877-873-7283. And the fax number is 518-408-0480. 518-408-0480. And the email address is B as in boy, M as in Mary. F as in Frank, A as in Apple, at all as in Orlando, M as in Mary, I as in India, G as in George, at N as in Nancy, Y as in George, dot G-O-V. Again, B as in boy, M as in Mary, F as in Frank, A as in Apple, at all as in Orlando, M as in Mary, I as in India, G as in George, dot N as in Nancy, why, as in yours, that G-O-V. 
And uh, again, if you can possibly find it in your heart, please make a call of action to the New York State Department of Health uh, Commissioner for my elderly disabled mother to be given back her uh, salt, straight Medicaid, her primary medical insurance, uh, and uh, the New York State Department of Health Commissioner is Howard Soccer, H-A-W-A-R-D, Soccer, Z as in zebra, U-C-K-E-R, comma, M-D, Corning Tower, C-O-R-N-I-N-G, Tower, T-O-W-E-R. And um, these are the Empire State Plaza. That's the next line after Corning Tower. Next line is Empire Plaza, Albany, New York, 12237. And his phone number there is 518-474-2011, 518-474-2011. And the fax number is 518 518- Four seven four six six zero eight five one eight four seven four six six zero eight, and um, his email address is doh for the Department of Health web at health.ny.gov. Again, doh for the Department of Health web as in boy at health h e a l health.ny.gov. And also, uh, please, if you can possibly make a call of action to have my mother, uh, who is dying of cancer, receive back her uh, straight Medicaid, I will appreciate it very much. Please call um, the Secretary of the United States Department of Health and Human Services, Mr. Alex A. And he's at 202 205-5445, and his number is 240-453-2801, and he's at 200 Independent Avenue, Comma, S as in Sam, dot, W as in Wonder, dot, so that's for Southwest. So it's 200 Independent Avenue, comma, S period, W period, Washington, D.C., 20201. Washington, D.C., 20201. And his email address is Ola in Orlando, P as in Peter, A as in Apple, at H as in Harry, Another H as in Harry, that G-O-B, again, O-P-A at H-H dot G-O-B, and that's his email address. If you can find it in your heart, please contact these individuals and ask them to stop uh, violating the United States Constitution and give back Mr. Perry his driver license records as well as his um, good credit and um, my mother's uh, Medicaid, straight Medicaid, her primary medical insurance uh, to be given back to her.
are by the aforementioned organized crime member, members working as government employees. So it is really pitiful that uh, our country has sunk so low um, that um, Americans are being slaughtered, are being assassinated by government employees in order to perpetuate the trafficking of identities and government benefits. And the same government employees who have been doing that are also the same ones that have been selling uh, identities of young uh, children, 12, 13, 14, 15 or so, to traffickers of identities and government benefits. So they can move these children that are, that are snatched, kidnapped from their parents' homes, uh, snatched from their uh, our parks, uh, our schools, etc. And with these uh, identities that they sell, that they said organized crime members sell these uh, criminals, uh, they can, uh, they are able to move them, uh, from one place to the next in our country and outside of our countries also because they're able to buy U.S. passports uh, uh, made at our local government agencies. Uh, so they can move these children around our country and outside our, of our country with a fake identity. And with that being said, let me just give you also, for those of you who are news reporters, investigative news reporters, news producers, news directors, and government officials, information about our assassinated uh, Christian activist, Elvira Williams, after she reported her Section 8 uh, and uh, her pension being stolen and sold uh, to illegals. And the pension, obviously, they said government employees uh, Packeted, but um, they sold her Section 8 as they still sell many um, millions of them. So they, the taxpayers pay for the illegal Section 8 uh, and everything else that they can uh, so they can get receive a monthly uh, payment in cash from these illegals so they can enrich themselves with the taxpayers, turning the, the government um, benefits into cash this way. So um, Please make a call of action, uh, as I said before, if you can possibly do so. And these are the um, this is the information we got from uh, Elvara Williams. She was at the Broward County um, North Broward Hospital on or around uh, October 17, 2017, approximately 9:25 a.m. Uh, and I called and spoke to Sandy. Uh, after I left a message for her. I also uh, spoke to this um, activist, Renata, Connie, and other activists that also called how Barra Williams was being kidnapped at this hospital for about uh, eight days. They claimed that they did a Baker Act uh, on her and they kept her eight days, but a Baker Act, uh, if it was legitimately, if it was lawful, uh, was only three days, so they, obviously they were not doing a Baker Act. They were retaliating against her because she denounced the trafficking of identities and government benefits, and they uh, terrorized her and injected her with things that she did not approve of Hitler's style at this hospital. In 2020, uh, nothing less, uh, 2020, not in 1930s, 2020, in the United States, not in Germany, in the United States, uh, so we uh, need to resolve this matter in our country right now. And please, 
uh, if you can uh, jack this down, if you know somebody who can do something in regards to this and investigate the assassination of Ella Williams and put these people behind bars uh, at this hospital and uh, put the aformation um, sheriff, Scott Israel, behind bars where they belong, uh, God is going to look at you good eyes. Uh, so please, um, uh, give them this information if you can uh, find a person who can start an investigation and do the right thing. Uh, this is Florida Broward County Hospital, North Broward Hospital, where Elvira was assassinated. And the phone number there was 954-941-8300. 954-941-8300. The room number that she was in was 527-BED1. 527-BED1. The nurse station uh, number was 954-786-6590. 954-786-6590. And uh, the two uh, supposed psychiatrists and organized crime members, obviously, that um, assassinated uh, Eddie and abated in the assassination of Elvira Williams were Delvina Thomas, D-E-L-V as in Victor, I-N-A, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, and um, Dr. Francis. And Elvira uh, Thomas uh, injected her, uh, and Dr. Francis and injected her with something called psychoaerophic, and it was against her will. And while she was there, this is what I have on my notes. She had uh, chest pains, uh, and she uh, could not, and she was not given uh, medical help for these physical uh, illnesses, uh, these physical um, problems that she had. And the um, Dr. Francis' uh, phone number is nine five four six eight one one eight one eight. Nine five four six eight one one eight one eight. So, um, if you can denounce this in any way, shape, or form, please do so. Uh, we need to stick together, like the organized crime members do, like the uh, illegals in the country do, and like every every uh, group does, because this nation will not survive if we don't. Please, if you can find it in your heart, uh, make the calls of action. Uh, for um, John Perry and my elderly disabled mother. And with that, uh, I'm going to close today, tonight, uh, because I went on for uh, two hours and 15 minutes. I know you um, have a, a weekend uh, to look forward to, so I'm going to let you go. But please do not forget, um, be uh, a good patriot and uh, do the right thing, uh, and I know you will. So with that, um, let me ask you, do you have any uh, comments or concerns regarding what I said tonight, or you, underst uh, if, uh, you understood everything? And if you uh, understood everything, it's very uh, good, because even though I have an accent, I would like, uh, I like to be understood. So with that being said, uh, may you have a pleasant rest of the night, and God bless.
Oprah. 